Hello, my name is Rod Lyman, and today we're going to discuss a little bit about uh, what we went over in class one of Guide to Your Intuitive Powers. Well, we started out by talking a little bit about how the mind works. And we talked about how the mind is simply being the brain and um, how, you know, a great deal about the brain, but, uh, you know, how do we use that brain? And then we talked about who is left brain and right brained. And that was uh, kind of fun to figure out because there's different uh, types of people. Um, a left brain person is more the logic person and they're very logical in what they do and who they are and everything else. As the right brain person is more the imaginative person. And uh, which is kind of fun is uh, they're the ones that uh, are, have more of the spiritual awareness and intuition and uh, we kind of went through a test to find out if your left brain, right brain are, are balanced. And um, it's kind of fun to uh, watch how people reacted to that. Then we start talking about the nature of consciousness. And uh, the viewpoint of conscious is awareness via our sensory perception of the external world and as well as ourselves. In other words, a self-awareness is a sign of consciousness. And uh, we went into a little bit of detail about that. And then we talked about universal energy. Um, understanding universal energy and like such as Reiki and everything else and that, that's using the universal energy to get what we want. Uh, but there's mystics and psychics and spiritual writers of today also believe that universal or cosmic energy is linked to our own conscious and unconscious mind. Which is kind of interesting is that if both of those are linked to our conscious and if it's linked to our conscious and unconscious mind, that means that we are basically one. And that's interesting is that what Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud uh, had come up with a lot of ideas about their conscious and unconscious mind and that. And however, the, among other scientists, there's ongoing debate about the unconscious and cognitive psychics and, for example, maintain that the unconscious merely consists of those mental processes that are not meditated by the sensory perception. In other words, everything is perception and uh, it's how we see things in our own mind using an imaginative mind, which is awesome, which is a healthy mind. And uh, that's pretty amazing. Then we talked about pseudo energy. And it's mostly famous found in the Eastern religions, such as Hinduism, Buddhism. Uh, but members of uh, the mystic branches of Christianity and Judaism also believe that there's layers of energy of life force uh, flowing between the inner self and the body, you know. And it's, it's kind of cool to kind of realize that there's a suitable energy by tapping into this life force energy, you know. And this suitable energy is also kind of like what comes from um, our chakras, and uh, it's kind of fun that uh, um, to understand that uh, we can use our energy forces, you know, through our chakras. A suitable body um, are the chakras, the aura system, or the suitable energy field of the body is all the same. They have been described in different ways of various traditions. You know, the word chakra comes from Sanskrit word mean wheel, and the chakras are considered to be spinning, you know, of energy radiant from the body and vibrating independently in the this authority field that we have 
our energy field must be balanced and strengthened as well as being in psychic work. And that's why we have to keep our chakras wide open and balanced all the time because we, we want this uh, constant part of us, ourselves to be balanced and, and know where the chakras are. You know, where the base chakra, the second chakra, the third chakra, you know, the lower chakras, you know, the base foundation, your second chakra is your sexuality and your creativity and your third chakra is actually your powerhouse. And that, these are the lower chakras and the higher chakras are your heart chakra, your throat chakra, your third eye chakra, and then your beautiful crown chakra. Those are the seven basic uh, fields of the suitable energy that we have within us and around us and that and it does help create uh, this auric field around us but there is different aspects of the suitable body that we talked about we talked about the etheric body which is one of the closest rings around us you know when people say that they see someone's aura uh, they are perceiving the etheric body around the frame of the physical one there's also energetic exchange between the etheric body and the physical body, which is kind of interesting is because that's the closest one to us, and that's our last line of protection. In traditional Chinese medicine, this interface is the invisible system of pathways known as the meridians carrying suitable energy are chi throughout the body. And that is that connection that we have with the etheric body. And what does this all have to do with uh, it being intuitive and it, intuitive development? Well, it has to do with that connection, that connection between our etheric body and, and, our, and, our, and our body, understanding that are we picking up on their etheric body area and then what are we picking up on? Is it their breathing lines or whatever else? That's like the medical intuitive actually works within the etheric body more than any other suitable body. The second one is the astral body. Unlike the etheric body, the astral body is not always uh, superimposed on the physical body. It is often a conduit for movement beyond the body, which means it travels outside. And it's outside the fact of the, the first etheric body ring, and it travels outside that ring. And it can travel outward and uh, you know, further away from your body in that. And it believes to be that the etheric body occurs while altered states, you know, when states of consciousness is during like dreaming or astral projection, that you use this astral body to astral protect yourself, which is kind of cool. So remember that in intu being intuitive, then understanding that if you get wound up into the astral body part of this world and you start seeing this and you start feeling that, you feel like you're being taken away, you've gotten caught up in their astral body. Now the mental body, which is the third ring outside of us on our aura scale and that, the mental body is, is a higher frequency than the astral body and it is associated with the mind. You know, it's expression of abstract intelligence in the higher self. No one has yet been able to measure this energy on, on any level, although these are, you know, who claim to see suitable bodies, you know, uh, view the mental body as being made up of the core thought forms or ideas of individuals' beliefs or perceptions. Now, this being the third ring on the outside is meaning that this is something that is beyond the body. 
Now, but remember, we put our personality and thoughts and ideas into this ring. So when we have thoughts and ideas, and that's about our, around our body, and what, ha what then happens is that this ring holds this, all this information and that when somebody's on the same frequency, the same level as, as we are in that energy field, that they can feel that. So they may think that their idea was their idea when it may be your idea that they received. And it's always interesting is that a lot of gurus have spoken that you have three days. Three days from the day that you decide that you want, you want to do this beautiful creative idea. You have three days to implement it. Or that idea stays within the mental body for those three days and then it fades out and goes out to other people. And that's really interesting is that it's held there until it has been let free or somebody of the same energy fills it, goes, this is a great idea. I think I would like to do this. And you'll find that in a lot of places that people come up with the same idea over and over again. It's just the first one that patents that idea or gets that idea out on paper. Then the casual, casual body. The casual body, which is the last one outside, the casual body resonates with a higher octave than the mental body and individual emotions and ideas are no more. This is the energy plane of pure abstract ideas of the essence of things far beyond illusion of the form of appearance. The causal body is sometimes considered to be the higher self resonating to all forms. It's our own chakra system feeding energy into the mental body. It's not easy to form a concept of the causal body, it's considered like a philosophy to the vehicle of veil that's so beyond. So it's it's like trying to describe God in a sense. This is that outside energy, the causal body, and that it's just trying to that's our godlike energy. It's that, that energy is connected to all forms of life and its connection to everything and that where you get your knowledge from, where you get your higher energy from, get your high, higher knowledge from, it's everything, the causal body. And the beautiful thing about the causal body is meaning that we are, can't explain it. It's the idea. It's like somebody says, well, where's your proof? What's the proof of that idea you have? I can't explain it. Well, that's because it comes from the causal body. You know it's right, the knowledge is there, but you don't know how to explain it. It's kind of cool to, to understand that concept. But it is knowing that that is the, the fourth uh, suitable body energy that is around us, which is an aspect, abstract energy and aspects of our energy of, of who we are. And that Now, knowing these is knowing what we tap into. Could you imagine now tapping into somebody's higher self? Which happens a lot of times when we deal with people that are in like hospice or whatever else, and that we end up tapping into their higher self and downloading information from them. That's the part that we want. But that's not always what somebody wants to hear. Not everybody wants to hear what comes from the causal body. They would rather hear what comes from their mental body or their astral body. They don't want to hear about the causal body. They want to hear about the mental body <clears throat> or the astral body or the etheric body. They want, that's what they want rather come to you and want to hear. But in healing practices, the causal body is one of the best parts to connect to, which is very beautiful too. Then we talked about the states of consciousness, and there's like 
uh, seven states of consciousness that uh, we have. And, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to understand uh, that uh, where this come from and, and what conscious really means and everything else. The word conscious is basically, you know, a trance in a sense. You know, the word trance derives from the uh, Latin word meaning cross and to pass over. And you know, trance just refers to his out-of-body experiences, blah, blah, blah. You know, and so this in this consciousness is that um, it's got many riddles to it and many ideas that we really don't understand to to this day yet of how it's really used. But according to uh, various Eastern philosophies, including those of Buddhism and, and Hinduism, there's usually seven states of consciousness. And it's really interesting is that uh, it depends on what consciousness you are at and what what basic level you're at at all times and at certain times and that and it's it's just kind of fun was kind of fun to go over and that uh, because um there's this these seven states and that basically you know from the first state which is like a dreamless sleep and the sex state is uh, is dreaming state and the third state is uh, the walking state uh the fourth state is known as like the zen buddha state and the fifth state is, you know, the state of stillness, you know, quiet stillness. And the sixth state is uh, when we experience both the moment of being at one with the universe and divine purpose and understanding that, that sixth state. The seventh state of consciousness is finally the seventh state is the cosmic consciousness. We merge all senses, our individual into one. And it's something that we work on when we uh, do meditation and we try to get to the meditative state in that as aspects. And it's really kind of cool is that you know, we believe that there are some people that can shift from higher circuits into the techniques using like yoga and meditation, visualization of mind-altering drugs, you know, different ways to get to different states of consciousness and that. And, but, you know, it's just being and it's that's part of our life that we just understand that we just got to be sometimes. Um, then we talked about, um, we went into, um, are you psychic? And we talked a little bit about um, the psychic processes and, and uh, psychic potentials and, you know, using the left brain, right brain and uh, who you really are in that. And, and that was pretty cool is because... Um, yeah, there's also a little test that goes with it, and uh, uh, we took this test and, and found out that there are some things that we could do with this, and uh, um, found out that uh, everybody in the room was psychic. They came up with this idea, and and you know some of the things that go over. You know, do you often experience uh, experience deja vu? And do you think about someone and pick up the phone? Sometimes you say exactly the same thing as your partner does. Um, you meet someone for the first time, you feel that you've known them for previous years. Your gut instinct tells you that one thing, your rational mind is in another. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. You become emotional around time of the full moon. I always like that one. Um, you have a vivid imagination. Sometimes your dreams come true. You know, you believe that there are guardian angels uh, when you're traveling you lose your way you know sometimes you just kind of like go away and forget where you're, that you're driving and then you end up where you're supposed to go and you go how did i get here <laughs> happens to me all the time uh, you keep having flashes of intuition about things that uh, eventually do take place 
And you have a truly enlightened or life-enhancing moment to where you felt like one with the universe. You just had that moment of stillness and that, that one conscious part of stillness, which is really beautiful. Um, we talked then a little bit about the power of the mind. And remember we talked at the beginning that uh, about the mind, but uh, one of the things that we talked about is uh, a butterfly's beating wings might create a minute uh, atmospheric change, ultimately altering the path of a manifestation of a tornado. Just as our thoughts have the power to change our reality, which is the whole th concept, is the butterfly effect, is that, you know, just one thought, one thing may change, you know, the whole idea of somebody. Uh, it may save somebody's life. And I can tell you, countless many times that people have come and said something to me at the right perfect time you know just made me feel right and, and everything else and and i know that helping people on an everyday basis myself and that 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 has come across many times where people have just said you know rod um, you said it right at the same time i really needed to hear that and that's that, that butterfly effect of, of the fact that you know if a butterfly's flapping wings can change the direction of a tornado and that why can't we do that with just a thought or a feeling or a hug or, or a kind word to somebody? And that's, that's one of the huge things about life and, and this butterflying effect. And, you know, I, I love that, that um, uh, this has been around for a long time. And I, I know that we can change the world by just a thought, a feeling, or, or, or even an action that... Then we talked a little bit about the imagination and the cosmic mind. And so what is our imagination? And, uh, you know, do you see pictures? Uh, do you have a vivid memory of numbers or words? You know, what, what, how do you use your imagination? And we kind of explained in the sense that in, uh, uh, just because it, uh, you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. We, we talked about that concept and that, you know, the whole idea that just because you can't see it's not there. But if somebody explains to you what it is that they're seeing and you can start vividly seeing it, is that your imagination or is that your mind? What, what is happening? Well, it, what's, it's our consciousness that we just actually realizing that they are seeing this and we are seeing this. And we, we have to just believe some of the time things that we see. And I love that theory that, uh, you know, just because, you know, we can't see it's not there. And that when somebody explains something to me, then I just jump right in with both feet and say, I want to see this. And, you know, I, I don't work on it. It's like the set it and forget it idea is that you show me this, you, you tell me about this idea, what you see and how you feel it. And then I want to see it and I want to feel it. <laughs> I do. As long as it's not bad, you know, we don't want it. We don't want to feel bad stuff. But using our imagination in many different ways and that um, always was the idea that if we didn't use our imagination, we would never ever create anything. But also for the people that have a hard time believing if, if it's their imagination or it's real, think about this. Every lie has a seed of truth. Every lie has a seed of truth. So if you think these are lies are just your imagination, it's most likely somebody tell that have told you in the past, well, that's just your imagination, that's a lie, blah, blah, blah. But every lie has a seed of truth. You know, focus on that part of that, uh, that uh, what is important to you and that. And if it is a seed of truth that you believe in, that you see, then it's something more than, than you ever, ever could imagine.
I mean, seriously, there's there's things that people miss out on because of these things that the people use. You know, they, they's like, I, I, I'm. It's just my imagination. It's it's not nothing. That, well, it's something if you're seeing it. Then we talk about a little bit about uh, psyche preparation and how to uh, build up yourself and the energy and everything else and that, how we just have the forces of the light within us and everything else and that. And we don't surround ourselves with lots of light because we're not to be the the person out there that uh, it's going to draw every Tom, Dick, and Harry to us because of our light. We just want to be there for the people. And we we'll always be there for the right place at the right time, in intuitive fact. And as energy workers and that, there's a different way of doing this and everything else. But as being intuitive in that, it's not being the shiniest, brightest star that, that's out there because you're going to get everybody. The right people will come to you. And that's interesting is that, you know, Mouths are drawn to, you know, light, and so are a lot of strange in other people. And I'm not judging, and I'm not saying I'm being judgmental in that aspect, but there is a lot of people out there that have had um, this idea that, um, you know, they have to be seen, see everybody, they have to be healed by everybody, they have to, you know, be touched by everybody and everything else and that, and they don't do the work themselves. And we talked about that, is that uh, what happens is when you become the light so bright and shiny in that, people want you to fix them because they see you that, and then they put you on a pedestal. That's not what we're here for. And we don't want to be put on pedestals. We don't want to be dramatic. We don't want to have be a showman in every aspect. We just want to help people in our own humble way. So there's, there's many things that uh, we can do with this, and... Uh, I'm really excited about this class, this uh, intuitive class. I'm going to try to do this for the next couple classes and that just kind of do a preamp of what we talked about and and um, have fun with it. Uh, if you want more information on the classes I do, it's at ReikiRod.com. That's ReikiRod.com. You guys have a wonderful day, and uh, you are love. And I am so blessed. Have a good night. Bye-bye.